Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Living the Dream. Yes, this is week number four and we're calling it Bodily Functions. You'll find out why. So my name's Mark, I am the producer and I'm joined as usual by a couple of comedians but there's a slight change this week. Yes, we've got Mr Paul Tingey as usual but AMJ's disappeared so we've got our old comedy stand-in stand-up who used to be a quiz contestant regularly but he's going to be here as a guest, as an actual like guest host. He is Mr Trevor Feelgood, yes. This week we talk about some wee stories a penis ring mistake, can coronavirus actually be spread by farting, and there's a few stories about a very popular fast food restaurant. We also talk about a secret Santa that went a bit wrong, and a music bar whose sign made it a little bit rude. And of course we have the quiz with our celebrity contestant. This week we have... The man in the bowler hat himself, Mr. Nigel Lovell. Yes, he's our celebrity quiz contestant comedian man. So sit back, relax and enjoy another week of Living the Dream. Hello boys, how are we doing? How are we doing? I'm alright, thanks, uh, Critters. How are you, Anjay? You good? He looks a bit different. Yeah, I'm I'm doing alright, yeah. He sounds a bit different as well. I've got a a cold. Alright. Are you, uh, how can you be cold with those two and a half stars to keep you warm at night? Uh, I know, um, that damn reviewer from Chortle. Oh, I love the reviews from Chortle. They're so amazing. <laughs> Aren't they just? Um, maybe we should clear it up a little bit that um, AMJ has decided to bugger off again. He's, he's once me. again, he's, he's said that he would rather get paid than do this. For free. So we relied on our very good mate, friend of the show, Trevor Feelgood, to come in. Hello, Trev. Hello. Yes, I am the standing stand-up. I am always available for anything. <laughs> anything, please. Paid work. Uh, bar mitzvahs. I'll do anything. He was even claiming he was trying to get a job at Orton Towers yesterday. I was, because yeah. I sent you a message of inappropriate people to do your jingles, yeah. and you were playing them in the queue at Alter Towers, apparently. In CBB's <laughs> world, which was even better. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> nice. So it does make a nice change to, to not have Trevor Feelgood as a quiz contestant, but as our actual normal person, rather than just being a quiz contestant. So uh, whereas AMJ, you know, he, he is one of our trained... Well, Monkeys. possibly comedians, <laughs> and uh, and yet now he's replaced with a uh, with a funny man. Yes, yeah. yeah, <laughs> a proper funny person. <laughs> proper funny person. So, and not just a person that you want to go scream if you want to go faster. No. Yeah, because I gigged with him last Friday, and he thought it was a Christmas gig for some reason. He mentioned Christmas like three times. Did Don't he? You know, I love I love Christmas gigs. It's like what? it's July, mate. Maybe he's working on his links. Maybe. I thought maybe he's, he's pining to be Santa Claus again. Maybe he, he is. He missed out last year. That's probably the first time in years that he hadn't been Santa. Yeah. Weird. But um, So what you guys been up to? Anything nice? You know what, DJ Critters? What? I'm, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to let you go first for once. Me? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I've just started my uh, two weeks of annual leave, so so far I've not done much, which is nice. Just to chill out and not do too much. So it's lovely. 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 I was going to make a bad joke about sofas then, because you said sofa. That sounded like a sofa. But don't forget, if you do want to get a sofa, get onto Sweet World down in Dover. Sweet World, <laughs> sweet-world.co.uk. Oh, and, and, you know, um, 
Yeah. And what they should do if they really like us is they should sponsor us because in AMJ's yeah. words, I'm going to say it, this is probably the greatest podcast that has ever been released ever. Don't keep it to yourself. Exactly. The greatest. But didn't he say about someone else's podcast? No. No. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, not at all. Oh dear. Um, oh no, sorry. DJ Quizans finished. No, no, no. I was going to ask what what you two been up to. Yeah, what have you been up to, Trev? Uh, I went to that gig at the Yellow Stocks, and it went really well. The one that I was going to promote last week that I couldn't because it was already happened already, and it was really good. And I did a joke about Marmite, and half the audience got it. So I said that, and then someone said, "Oh yeah, because um, that means that some people hate it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the joke, love. Yeah. <laughs> That's lovely when that happens, isn't it? Yeah, and I got wet today because I took the dog out and it was nice and sunny and then it it uh, it pissed it down. Oh. I don't think that was the right sound to play then, was it? Oh, well, you mentioned you got wet. So. Oh, all right, yeah. To be honest, she she does want to come back on the show. I don't think you should play the jingle when she's back. All right, let's just do this one instead. Because oh. that's actually Paul. Is it? That, that yeah, is not Paul. it is. Uh, yeah, that was actually Paul. Yeah, that wasn't I getting frustrated with yeah, MJ. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how about you then, Paul? Well, last week I was on nights at my bill-paying job, um, as you all know, because mm. I told you all last week. Yeah. That was fun. Um, and then, and then on Saturday, the weekend, my day off, we got up at two o'clock in the morning. And travelled all the way to Huddersfield for a wedding. And I tell you what, because of COVID, we couldn't book in early to our hotel because they had to put in extra cleaning measures, which meant we got there earlier to book in. And they went, oh, no, sorry, you can't actually book in now to make sure we've got enough time to clean. There's something gratifying about getting down to your pants in a public car park, getting changed into a fairly nice suit. Wrong with that's that? my Saturday morning getting getting into my pants in the public car park. No. Uh, the wedding was lovely. I thank you very much to Naomi and Stephen for inviting us. It's a lovely wedding, lovely service. It's yeah, very nice. They had a lovely view of your pants from the other side of the car park. They did, but unfortunately, I don't think they saw me. Um, and Salma took me back to well. Uh, she made sure that I was back in the hotel before I had too much to drink. To get my pants out on the uh, dance floor, uh, <laughs> and then yesterday I went to Orton Towers. That, that was fun. Ooh. Yeah, and so my, my my oldest son kept moaning at me in ride photos that I looked bored, <laughs> and I I said, yeah, but that's my thing. I try to look deadpan, and then that to, that to me is fun because it's like this is actually quite a scary thing. But look, I'm being all serious and boring. And he went, no, just look at it, really, really enjoying it. So the first one, I just opened my mouth as I was screaming and just stuck my tongue out. <laughs> and you went, yeah, that's too much. So you're getting told off by kids. Yeah. And then I said I was going to embarrass him by doing a duck pout in the peace sign. <laughs> have you ever been really scared on a ride? Because I have, at Thorpe Park, on the water ride, I wet myself going down one of the water flumes. Which was true. But it didn't really make any difference because it just mixed in. Apart from my brother at the back going, you dirty git. What have you done? That is a true story. Why have I just shared that? Trevor, feel good. You've got more of a back catalogue than I thought. Yeah. I've got a very dense backstory. This only comes out when asked. It's, it's almost as um, extensive as Dave's and Geraldine's. Never makes sense. Um, however, however... Um, have you have you ever wet yourself on purpose? No. No? I'm guessing you have, then. No, of course I haven't. Dear. I know something that used to, though. I knew somebody... If it was raining and they're playing football and they'd had a load to drink the night before, they'd, go for, they'd piss themselves so it smelt really bad so no one wanted to be near them whilst uh, they were trying to get tackled and stuff. Okay. Um, and then... I had one friend who I used to go to school with, but it's raining and it was cold on the way home. He used to piss himself to warm himself up again. 
Uh, moving on, you was it Huddersfield? You said. <laughs> Did you say you was at Huddersfield? Yeah, yeah. Which ties in quite nicely. Now, this wasn't planned. I didn't know where you'd been. Uh, about a news story about a uh, a guy that had to be taken to the Huddersfield Royal Infirmary, but he had to be taken there by the technical rescue service of the West Yorkshire Fire and Rescue Service. So yes, just because he had something stuck. On his penis. What do you think it was? Dave the Elephant. <laughs> no. I would have been Geraldine's draft if it was going to be anyone. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Baby. No, no, it wasn't that. A tattoo. Uh, <laughs> Why would you have to get to the hospital after having a tattoo on your penis? I didn't. Uh, it depends on what he said. Mine says supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And then... Oh, God. Sorry. Even now the sound of it says something quite atrocious. Uh, oh, I almost missed out. <laughs> and, uh, and, as always, it is quite a mouthful. Yes, yes. I mean, I just wanted to put words in her mouth. but um... <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. Um, was it, was it, uh, was Dave Lee Travis stuck on the end of his cock? No, no, no. Um, the, um, the doctor who was, uh, who was there had a, a statement... This doctor said that it would have been incredibly painful for this bloke. So there's a clue. Um, Secretaires. Ooh, no. An alligator. Clayton the crocodile. Yeah, because I was it Clayton the crocodile. I ain't had a man's penis in my mouth. I don't want those allegations to arise again. Those alligators? Yeah. Uh, another one. Um, I have. This was uh, the same doctor. I have no idea why this particular man would have done this, but I would assume it was done to help maintain an erection. An umbrella. <laughs> no. What, what do you mean? What a cocktail umbrella? <laughs> no, a long umbrella. It's the cock umbrella. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was a joke without me even realising. <laughs> so half of them liked it, but half of them hated it. Just like Marmite. Was it Marmite? Did he get Marmite stuck on the end of his peanuts? <laughs> no. Um, uh, another, quote, another quote from the doctor is that um, rubber would have been more suitable. A bin bag. No. A pencil without an eraser on the end. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, Was it? I think I know what the answer is. Oh. A pot plant. No. Don't spoil no. the fun by saying the right answer. Another quote. Well, another quote. An yeah. Another quote is that um, it would have been incredibly painful, and if we hadn't removed it as quickly as we did, there would have been a possibility of gangrene developing on. Is it my girlfriend? <laughs> no. No. Okay. A what tin of think? jolly green giant beans. Oh, so close. Um, With that, was it spam? Baked bean. <laughs> Had he made um, Thai beads out of uh, baked beans? No, unfortunately not. A copy of the Daily Star. I don't know. I'm just saying words now. Come on. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to tell you. It was a metal ring. He actually used a metal ring as a cock ring and then he couldn't get it off. Why did you use a metal one? Exactly. That's what the doctor said. A rubber one would have been much more stretchable. Mm, I was thinking about rubber pellets. Mm, so you, but yeah, having to call out the fire and rescue service, just imagine what that phone call would have been like. Do you reckon he tried using some margarine to try and get it off before? Then as his wife had some the next station, I can't believe this not bad. <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, but, yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um, another one. Um, what else have we got in here? The, another guy in Hong Kong a couple of years back decided to use a large metal nut as a penis ring. Um, and actually, jump, you didn't go out with my wife. She's allergic to nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but he couldn't actually take it off. And the hospital couldn't take it off. So the guy actually lost his penis. <laughs> so yes, yeah, don't screw a nut, a big nut, onto your knob. <laughs> all they need to do is just get the right um, 
you know, they could have got some pliers. And they could have got um, spanners. Yeah, it's just... It's, uh, it's horrible. You could have gone to quit fit and had it taken off. <laughs> Can't get because you're in a quick, quick fit. Uh, we're the ones to trust. <laughs> Yeah, I've just I'm noticed. Adam today, so I'm just referencing things from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I've just scrolled down on this news article, and they've got a photo. But it's just a big blur. So there is absolutely no point in putting that photo there. No point at all. It makes no no difference to the news story at all. What a waste of time. Bloody lad Bible. Useless they are. Oh, dear. Um, Do I need to recreate this picture and send it over to you? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> No. I'm, I'm I'll use a rubber one and paint it silver, so it looks like metal. Um, no, it's it's, it's fine. <laughs> and I'll stick up Dave's trunk. Um, no, you won't. He's only a little elephant. This is only a little elephant. Yeah, how big is Dave? Is he like human size or is he? He's two foot two. Is he? Yeah. So how much he's you pay attention? <laughs> what was that? You said it a lot in the early episodes. Mm. I'm two foot two. And I'll go, hey, 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 hey. Yes. So how big is Geraldine? About three foot seven. So, so when we're doing the quiz, he's, he's like talking to the borrowers, really, from the other way. I, I don't know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> Someone else speak. I'm Good just trying morning, to film down there. It's like talking to the borrowers. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant to say. Yes. There you go. I filled, I filled the dead air with correct punctuation for you. Yeah, and Mark's just got to edit it in, and it'll just be yeah. seamless. Yeah, it'll be Are fine. you right, Mark? <laughs> All uh, the listeners out there, it looked like Mark was praying to a multitude of gods then. Yes, like, what the f*** is going on here? Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? Now, most of the time, AMJ doesn't contribute much to this in the way of uh, news stories and things like that he just he just talks he just talks that's just generally it so um does our amj replacement in the way of trevor feelgood have um any news stories prepared i have, I have. <gasps> shock horror He's better than amj in the, in, in the ministers fear that covid virus could be spread by farting in confined spaces no oh. How it's a it's a lung thing, isn't it? How can it come out the out, come out the bottom area? I don't know. Well, I suppose uh, um, it, it's always it's still like, air. But then people like wear like a mask anyway, like pants, don't they? So you don't really need to worry about it, it, it um, escaping out of the cubicle area uh, unless you're in Scotland. But would you go? Would you go to a toilet just to fart? Would you just like, oh, I need a fart. I'm going to go into a cubicle, and let it out, and then come out again. It makes what, no sense whatsoever. That's what posh people do. There's a sign at the Ritz saying, if you need to fart, use the toilet. And get this right. Do you know what the difference between lower class, middle class, and upper class is? You can tell by how people have baths. What? If you're lower class, you just piss in the bath while you're in it middle class will stand up and piss in the sink next to the bath upper class will piss into a sponge and get the butler to wring it out down the toilet true story true story (laughs) it's got a lot more laughs there than it ever has done when I've tried that on stage I would have been happy of anything like that, to be honest. Oh, if the, only this story was about pooing, it, this line on here would make more sense. The UK government scientists have not provided a paper on this topic. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, peanuts. <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> Pe- topic. Topic. Topic peanuts. Peanuts in the topic bar. He said um... poo. Poo looks like chocolate bars. Get nuts in it. It's a topic. Peanut. Yeah. Talking of peanuts, they're food. Do you know what else is food? McDonald's. I have a, I have a news story. You got look at that seamless link. It's a terribly terrible one. When are we going to get sponsored by McDonald's? Look, I've cut oh. my hair into the shape of their M and everything for it. I know. I know. It should happen soon. I mean, you've been going on about it for years. Yeah. And the, and the and the logo's just been getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> I, I, don't, I actually went I, went, I drove past the services the other day and the M has been getting eroded over time on on the side of their building 
and it is starting to look a bit thinner. And I thought they really are just copying my hairline now. <laughs> if if in a couple of weeks or a couple of years time, it's sort of like just an arch with a little dot in the middle. Who am I kidding? In a couple of months' time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's more like it. Um, but yeah, this little thing about McDonald's, it was uh, it was a woman who was driving down the road and the police wanted to try and pull her over. So all the lights and sirens and everything going on. and uh, But she just, just didn't bother. She kept going. Got away from the police. was uh, And then she had like a load of police following her. Um, but she got peckish. So she went to the McDonald's drive-thru in the middle of a police chase with all the cops behind her so she ordered her food strangely enough she got arrested on the spot did she yeah i don't know why don't know why i've got another mcdonald's news story oh this is one that we didn't get to share back in january but now it's relevant again because you said mcdonald's a woman right missed the breakfast serving by a minute and she didn't quite go full falling down and pull a gun out and shoot up into the sky. But what do you think she did? Because she was so upset that they wouldn't serve her. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, so the sign outside said it shut off at 11am. She got caught up in the queue at the drive-thru. So by the time she got there, it had gone past 11am. So they wouldn't serve her, her breakfast or let her order a breakfast. What did she do, Trevor Feelgood? Uh, she put a metal thing round her husband's penis and then they tried to get it off. <laughs> so close, so close. She actually made so her close. husband... So close. She got her husband to get out of the car to fart in the restaurant to give um, people an extended chance. No, what happened was she called the police. She was so incensed and furious. At le- she was there for half an hour, by the way, before she called the police. She called the police saying it's unfair and the officers were far from impressed and gave her words of advice about calling them. And this is what uh, the Sus- Mid-Sussex Police tweeted. A call at 11.30 this morning from an angry lady who stated that due to the queue at the McDonald's drive through in EG, by the time she got to the window, the breakfast service had stopped and she couldn't order a breakfast. The lady was given words of advice about ringing the police. Well, yeah... Silly moo. She wasn't loving it, was she? No, no, she was not. <laughs> so, how about you, Paul? Have you found anything that's worthwhile apart from that one from ages ago? Anything new? Anything new? Anything new in news? Yeah. Well, I did find something, actually. Ooh. Ooh. Let me just uh, get it up. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I had no trouble getting up last night. So, there's, um, this, this is recently, but it was a secret Santa gift that's got someone into trouble. We seem to be already talking about Christmas tonight. Well, you know, it's, we're, Trev, it's, we're it's less than six months to go. Trev's got Christmas lights in his background. <laughs> ah, then no one can see them. Shush. Yeah. So, a team of firefighters are said to have been involved in disruption in their fire station. The investigation that took matter, which took place over Christmas last year, saw the workers claim that this thing had been brought as a secret Santa present. It was thought to have been left in the station for days afterwards. One staff member who did not wish to be named said people had been doing things with this thing. What was the thing, and what were they doing? Was it a blow-up doll? What was they doing with the blow-up doll? Um, playing poker. Playing poker? Well, they were certainly poking her. Um, <laughs> ah! Trevor Feelgood. Did you forget my name, then? What was that oh. for? I didn't forget your name. <laughs> I forgot what I just forgot how to talk. Um, what 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 did they find? The quiz has started early, isn't it? It's normally <laughs> later. I'm not used to it being quizzed yet. Um, what did they find? They they were um, they were they were blowing up the 
uh, blow up lady with with a uh, pump for, that you use for an airbed. No, you're not far off. They've been crewed with a sex doll, um, and they left it lying around in the uh, in the in the fire station, and lots of people end up seeing it, including um, somebody on a very important visit, um, and then. They said, "No, it's just a just a secret Santa present. Nothing happened." Then someone um, snitched them up. Snitches get stitches. Mm, it's just nasty. I mean, that sort it's of thing. Just... Why would why would you do that sort of thing for a secret Santa, though? I know. It's just a bit weird. Although my my favourite one, my favourite weird news this week, um, was about a pub. It was in Chesterfield. Ooh. What happened at this pub, which made things a little bit funny? That's, that's quite a vague question. It is. It wasn't a comedy night hosted by myself or AMJ. Was it a quiz night hosted by me? No, no. no I'll go with, uh, it was funny. Yours are dead serious and exhilarating. Um, was it a comedy night with Trevor Philkard? I said funny, not hilarious. Oh, not oh hilarious. there we go. There it was go. an insult and it turned out to be a compliment. Bosh. Was it a quiz night with Amanda Buss? Um, no, we all know that wouldn't be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Amanda Buss bingo, though. Yes. Bingo wings, maybe. 88, two fat ladies. 88. Paul and MJ. Um, so, come on then. It's it in Chesterfield in Derbyshire. I was near Derbyshire this this weekend. What happened? What happened? It happened outside the pub. Did someone slip over? That would be hilarious. I I watched too much. You've been framed as a child. I've now been conditioned to laugh when someone falls over. Did Even if it's a... an old lady who smashed her head on the ground and there's blood coming out the back of her head, I'm wetting myself laughing. <laughs> True story. Um, isn't, that, isn't that the rule of comedians that if a person falls over, it has to be... A normal person will laugh if just someone falls over, but a comedian will laugh if it's a real person. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. Did so, I mean, clothes. That's very clue. vague. Yeah. It is very vague, isn't it? Um, I did, am did a Johnny chair break? Vague. Tonight, hey. Johnny Vegas tonight. Um, it involves the spare sign. Ooh. Did a letter fall off, making it yes. a funny word? It did. A oh, letter fell off. I, 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 I didn't mean to get it right that quickly. <laughs> what well, in Chesterfield? In so, Chesterfield, yeah. So, what did the sign change chest. to? It was called the County Music Bar. There we go. We know where that went. <laughs> a letter fell off, and it's called the County Music Bar. No, no, sorry, I've misread that. It was called the County Music Bar. Uh, and then one of the... Uh, so, obviously, the pub owners thought it was quite funny. They took a photo of it, put it on social media. The heat caused the O to crack and drop off. Leaving us with a rather interesting new sign. I can confirm we are not turning into a strip club. One person <laughs> has made the pub ten times more popular and owner Philip Deacon was delighted with the response. It's been crazy, he told Metro.co.uk. The post reached over a quarter of a million people organically with over 2,000 reactions and 1,000 shares. Good old British humour. <laughs> and that's how he said yeah. I mean, uh, that is, is, is typical British. The, the word was popular in the 70s, and then it, then it got kind of outlawed, and now the word is back quite popular, um, even though this, it's, it's a bit like Marmite. You know, some people like the word, some people absolutely detest the word. Uh, we still have to bleep it out, because iTunes don't like it. What, but, Marmite? Yeah, Marmite. <laughs> no, Right. No, no, I'm not going to say that because the next words that are going to come out of my mouth were going to be critters. What? I was going to say, edit this out, please, DJ critters. <laughs> so I'm not going to say. I'm going to say. Go on, say it. Go on. You're not going to say. 
I will say it once this has stopped recording. Yeah, no, <laughs> come on, let's play bingo and see if he leaves it in. Oh dear. Now may, maybe it's time to call in Dave for the quiz. What do you reckon? Um, right. You've got to be careful though, because he did spend a lot of time um, cramped up in the back of the car yesterday. Oh, so he's a little bit tired. Actually, just thinking before we do, then we we'll give him chance to uh, to to stretch his little legs, because um, Trev's got another another news article, in you? I have, yes. In Aldi, the Peppa Pig ice creams had become a little bit sexualised. Let's let's keep doing this. Can you guess what they've been sexualised for? Did they end up looking like cock and balls? They, they did look like cock and balls on the side <laughs> of the arm. The arm looks like a cock and balls on the side of a little pig's arm. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think that would be the answer. Sorry. No, no, no. It is. It is. I'm <laughs> looking at the picture now. It... <laughs> to be honest, it could be an arm as well. But dirty people will not have it and be like, no, that is a cock and balls. I tell you what, I'm a dirty person. I definitely have it. But oh, you've got to be careful. You don't give yourself a yeast infection when putting dairy inside your vagina. Jesus. Right. Is, is that what happens? <laughs> is it? I've got another one where the man is hey, what stopping. Hey, this house is yeasty, Marmite. <laughs> There's a man stopping people buying stuff in shops, which, when it was hot, coming out of their bras. So they've got a sign that says no bra money for ladies. That keep... Do you, are there any ladies you know keep their money in their bra? That's I it. know people who put phones in their bra. Yeah, or the back pocket of, of the lady, mainly. The, the back pocket of the lady. That just sounds really horrible and rude. Oh, and then they end up dropping him in the toilet because they've got this in the back pocket. Can I put this in your back pocket, please, dear? <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't, oh, looking at, I wasn't looking at your bum. No, no, no. I was looking at your phone. I was just wondering where you got it from. Is that is that a Samsung 302? Yeah, yeah I've got one then. Uh, do you get a good signal down there? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a mask that you can look at. Those sort of comments get you on a list. I'm gonna right, I know, I was just thinking, I'm trying to bring down another podcast by being yeah. sexist. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Trip. Um, so how's how's your um, that thing they do on a Wednesday going? All right, it's good. Still still going on. I don't know why. We we used to have guests and now we just don't bother. Remember, my brother was on, he's on holiday this week with his balls that we talked about last week. He's very happy that he got a podcast named after his um, his uh, <laughs> uh, what's he as he calls them um, uh, the Chuckle Brothers. He, he got and um, but he's off in Norfolk this week. Is it because he pulls them to me to you? Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't share the podcast. Why did he not share the podcast then? Uh, oh, I don't know. Tell him. Oh, Tell him he's got to share it. Share it. Share the podcast around, subscribe and like and all that jazz. Um, and if you're on iTunes or whatever whatever platform you listen to this podcast on, give us a nice five-star review because it boosts it up and gets more people listening. I think last week he listened to it in his house and he opened up the window so people in the street could hear. Mm. So is that sharing? Does that help? Oh, the it doesn't get our listenership up. It does because you hear Mark going, download on iTunes instead of listening through this window, you stupid woman person. No woman. I like women. I like then, all women. If, if you... Problem. you like women too much, Trev. I like them too much. Yeah. Very, very much so that you might call yourself a condiment after this quiz. Possibly. Hmm. Um, well, yeah, just just a quick thing then. If, if, those, if you know someone that you think might like this podcast, um, but they don't use podcast apps, uh, just tell them to go on YouTube. Search for Musical Insights and you'll find it. You can even search for uh, Free Men, Little Virus, Living the Dream, all that sort of all, Anything like that, you'll be able to find the podcast and you can, you can actually just listen on YouTube. You don't even have to have it on, you know, you don't have to look at the picture because it's just the picture and then the audio. I've just seen Sarah's status. What? About rhinos and bulls is one pound a bottle tonight only. Yes. See you later, chaps. Oh. Let's let's get Dave in then, shall we? Do you think he's ready now? No, I think I'll I'll, I'll call him down as I'm uh, heading off to the pub whilst I'm getting my shoes on. <laughs> Sorry, I hiccuped while I was talking. Dave, Dave, are you there? Oh, hiya! Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Is it time for the quiz already? It is. Have you got a jingle for us this week? 
Oh, yeah. Do you want to hear it? There's no Geraldine in this jingle, though. Oh, okay. She, I asked her, and she wasn't very polite. Um, apparently, apparently she was. I'm not quite sure, but I think she was in danger um, because, but, but, but wherever she was going, she was getting there quickly because she kept saying to Benefit Bear, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming, quick, hurry up. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so she's not in the jingle this week. You ready for the jingle? Go on, him. Oh, it's time for the quiz. With Dave and Geraldine. I'm an elephant, she's a giraffe, e.g. example given. It's the podcast quiz. Excellent. Thank you. And we've got a special mystery guest tonight. And we've got a a, a special mystery guest team presenter as well. Um, So we're going to start off with our regular um, man in glasses and not a bowler hat introduce yourself please uh yeah so i'm producer mark well, and i live you. in dover not you you've not even got a hat on dickhead you said without no. a hat no without a bowler hat he's got a hat but it's not a bowler i thought i thought he meant you as well yeah yeah bloody elephants well, trevor, trevor feel good introduce yourself Hello, I'm Trevor, and uh, I, I'm the sexiest man in Kent until I take it away. Ooh, congratulations. Thank um, you. Uh, uh, DJ Critters. Uh, uh, and, of course, and, of course, Trevor the... Feelgood is standing in for AMG this week as well. So um, I suppose any points that Trevor gets get transferred to AMG, do they? I didn't agree to that. <laughs> oh, if it does, I'm sure Geraldine will give him minus points just so <laughs> AMG's running total. All right, maybe we're set up a different column for Trevor's points. Keep them, keep them separate. So, but anyway, yeah, I'm Mark. I'm the producer. I'm uh, I'm from sunny Dover, and it's been um, raining all day today, which is and perfect because I'm on leave. So it always rains when I'm off work. And and you've got some lovely leaves behind you in your office, but yes. your clock's still wrong. Lovely. It's right twice a day. Now we're we're going to go to our special mystery guest. He's a fantastic comedian, and he's a very punny person. Special mystery guest, introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Nigel Lovell, and I am one of the most competitive quiz-goers ever. Well, you're going to be f***ing upset tonight, Duck. Talking of Duck, that brings us on to our first question. And we're going to start with Trevor Feelgood tonight, then we're going to go to DJ Critters, and then to Nigel. So, Trevor Feelgood, despite its name, what is actually Bombay Duck? It's some kind of pancakey thing, I Ooh. think. Thank you. Uh, I don't know the answer. Geraldine does. DJ Critters, despite <laughs> its name, what is actually Bombay Duck? Um, I haven't got a clue. I'm going to say some spicy mushroom. Thank you. And to the very serious quiz player... I've just seen him tapping on the Googles. Um, despite its name, what is actually Bombay Duck? Nigel Level. Bombay Duck is actually an incredibly wonderful, tasty fish dish that you find in Indian restaurants. I, I tell you what, I, I loved your answer, Trevor Feelgood, so I'm going to give you five bonus points. Because Thank you. Because you sort of wound up straight away, you didn't know, but you had a good guess. Uh, DJ Critters, you get two points because you, you've got smashing glasses on tonight. Mm. But the man in the bowler hat himself, Nigel Lovell, he gets himself 25 points. He got the answer spot on. And he's get got- in. Go on. Go on. Told you I was competitive. Get in. That's what I like. And and because I like that celebration, you got another 10 bonus points. Congratulations. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So, um... I'll, I'll try and remember what I've said for points. Thank you very much, Geraldine. Right, coming to you, DJ Critters. Now, this one is a bit like a riddle, because it is a riddle. <laughs> not, not a riddle that we do in the toilet, but a riddle. What never goes up, but only comes down? Uh, oh, I don't know. 
thing is, with these riddles, you need time to think about it. I haven't really got time. Uh, I don't bloody know. I'm just going to go with wages. Ooh. <laughs> I, wish, I wish mine went up. Um, oh, always go down. Level. What never goes up, but only comes down. Uh, it could be two things. Uh, it could be Lawrence Fox's popularity or possibly rain. I don't know the answer, but Geraldine will let us know once Trevor Feelgood has answered this question. What never goes up, but only comes down? Trevor Feelgood. Uh, Eamon Holmes in a lift because he's upset everyone else on the other floors. <laughs> I've just I looked. Trevor Feelgood, I love that answer so much. You've got to have 10 bonus points. However, I do like Eamon Holmes, so you lost two points for that. DJ Critters, you took too long. You've lost yourself five points. Man <laughs> oh, in the ball hat. I don't know who Lawrence Fox is. Oh, I do, Geraldine. He, he was an actor, a mediocre one at that. And, and now he's just trying to say things to gain popularity. But he didn't even get enough money to get his deposit back on the London mayor elections. Thanks for that, for that fact check there, Elephant Man Dave. But the answer is rain. Well done. You get yourself... 82 points. Get in. Go on. Go on. Team Nigel. Team Nigel. Get behind it. In your face, Trevor. Feel good. In your face. Oh, oh, I enjoy that celebration. Peking so, Duck mixed up with whatever you said earlier. I thought it was Peking Duck was a pancake. Ah, oh, it's too late. Uh, Pe- Peking Duck is, is a duck that, that spies on you when you're getting dressed. And, 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 it, and, an aromantic duck is one that comes up and says, your eyes sparkle like diamonds. Oh. We're here all week, lads. We're here all week. Now, <laughs> I, 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 I must be honest, I did nick that joke from Tim Vine, but shush. Um, N- Nigel Lovell, Nigel Lovell, because I really liked your celebration, I've got a question tailored for you. Oh. Who plays their football at Brisbane Road? Who plays their football at Brisbane Road? Well, uh, it could only be the mighty O's. Leighton Orient, home of football. Uh, We've got flats on every corner. Um, Yeah, it's the jewel of East London-ish. Well, that's a very confident answer. I wonder if these two who know nothing about football will be wise and copy your answer. Uh, We're going to go to Trevor Feelgood. Trevor Feelgood, who plays their football at Brisbane Road? Uh, uh, what, what Nigel said. He can't just say that. That's just cheating. That's just cheating. Yeah, he I... should be in a quiet room so he couldn't hear All my... Right. All right, Sheffield Wednesday. Um, just to let you know, he said Leighton Orient. Are you sure you want to say Sheffield Wednesday? Uh, I, I, don't, I can't even remember which one was the right one. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll stick with Sheffield Wednesday. It's fine. I'm playing for Adam. I don't care if I lose. For, for the purposes of the joke, can you say, yes, I want to change it to Leighton Orient? Yes, I want to change it to Leighton Orient. I'm afraid I have to take your first answer. Uh, DJ Cridland, who plays their football at Brisbane Road? Well, um, I haven't got a clue. I'm going to go with um, our previous guest, uh, who is a fan of... Um, the uh, the Wombles. I think Wimbledon. Mm. Yeah, where, the where the Wombles play. So is that your answer? Yep, yeah. Where the Wombles play. So they they play underground and overground, and they womble free. Yeah, they, they don't pay. They don't pay for any travel transport. No, they've got concession cards. Special Uncle Bulgaria is an old. Oh, I wasn't meant to say that word They're tonight. Bulge area. Uncle's got a bulge in his area. Now you're talking, son. Now, I'm afraid, I am afraid, two of you are wrong. Hmm. So you get zero points. I'm but Trevor right. Feelgood, I love the way you tried sabotaging AMJ. So you got yourself 28 pounds points. Um, and AMJ's got minus 62. From the yes, time. get in. Woohoo, Team Trevor. I, f- I thought we was keeping Trevor's points separate. We are. That's why I just said he's got six. I said he's got 28 points, but AMJ's just lost ah, 62. Yes, that makes sense. I won't sense. lie, lads. I don't really care. Y- you do. <laughs> How can you say you don't care? This is a quiz. You've got to care. You've got to care. This matters. This matters. The Olympics are on. This could be an Olympic sport. 
I mean, it's not. It's never going to be, but it could be. Where's your competitiveness, Trevor? Where's your competitiveness? Nigel, when you've done it more than once, then you do give up on life. <laughs> it, it's probably... A, it, it's competitiveness is to get to number one on that list I've heard so much about. You it's everywhere, don't you? It's oh. it should have been on... No. She didn't make that noise. And, uh, uh, Nigel Lovell, you got yourself a load of points um, there, but I'm afraid I've got to deduct two points because Dover Athletic is still yet to beat you. And uh, uh, just doing it for Dover. No offence, Chuck. I hope you can understand. Oh, Dover, Dover. Jesus, I can't believe you're ducking points for Do- saying that. Dover themselves have been docked enough points. So, all right, fair enough. Dock my points, give it to them. Hopefully they'll stay up this season. Oh, thanks very much, Pet. You've got yourself minus 12 points. But I love your eyebrows, so you've got yourself 24 points back. Yay! Right. Who's ready for the next question? Yes. Go, 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 go. So, this is the fourth question, and this one's going to my friend Trevor Philgrid. What is Postman Pat's full name? Yeah, Jildy, would you and I ask the questions? I want to do this round. Okay, I'll do the points then. So, Trevor Philgood, answer Jody. Yeah, Trev. What is Postman Pat's full name? Uh, it's it, like it's, about to have an aneurysm trying to remember it. It's, it's Postman um, DPD Man Pat. Pat's in this somewhere. Pat's in this somewhere. Oh. Hopefully he's not in you. I'll tell you what, he was in me last night. And that nose is very good when I sit on his face. DJ <laughs> What is Postman Pat's real name? Uh, you should this. This well, was on one of Paul's quizzes. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what it is. It was... It, well, Pat, obviously. Or Patrick. Um, it's, I think it's something like Clifton. Or Clift something. It's Clift something. But I'm going to go with Clifton. Can you repeat the answer you want to give, please, darling? Patrick Clifton. Thank you very much. And Mr. Lovell, Mr. Shabba Shabba, lover man himself, Mr. Lovell. It is indeed. Postman Pat's real name is Patrick Clifton, I think. However, here's a little known fact for you. You know, he's got his black and white cat and they always go out on deliveries. And you know, Postman Pat's the only postman who doesn't put a little sorry you're not in thing through your letterbox rather than ring the bell. Here's a little thing you didn't know. Cats aren't even allowed in Royal Mail vehicles. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's breaking all the rules. He should be sacked from Royal Mail, really. He's what? not a very good postman at all. What if you've got an allergy to cat hair? He turns up, he gives you a parcel, that's it. You, you have your an- anaphylactic shock, you're dead. Terrible it's postman. It's effing ridiculous. Well, the postman gets the sack every day, doesn't he? Ah! Oh, thank you, Geraldine. Um, right. So, uh, two people were right there. Trevor Feelgood, unsurprisingly, was incorrect. Um, so, AMJ gets minus 22 points for that, but Trevor gets one. Um, DJ Critters, you got that correct, so you get five points. And Nigel Lovell, you got that correct, so you get 105 points. Congratulations. Yes! Get in! Get in! Oh, right, let's get back to business. I'm the Quizmaster. DJ Critters. Yes. This is a true or false but don't jump the gun because we started to Trevor Feelgood. Trevor Feelgood, true or false? Australia is slightly wider than the moon. Uh, I think that's false. You think that's false? The seagulls answered. Who's got seagulls in their background? I have. I'm in Dover, of course. I've got all the seagulls. Well, I've got some too. Don't, I've got some. So, DJ Critters. True or false, Australia is slightly wider than the moon. Uh, well, I'll go true, then. And I, I thought you were going to take a long time to answer that, like you have all the others, and I tried eating a biscuit, <laughs> and I've got biscuit in my trunk, and I'm trying to talk. Um, <laughs> Nigel Lovell, Australia is slightly wider than the moon. True or false? Well, it's true, and it's false. It all depends how close you are to each one relatively. Like at the moment, uh, uh, you can't see Australia because it's on the other side of the world. Therefore, it's it's narrower than the moon because I can see the moon and, and, and uh, it's wider than nothing. 
whereas I can't see Australia, therefore it's narrower. If, however, I was in Australia and I looked down, then that would obviously that'd be a lot wider. I'll tell you what, this wasn't a cryptic Krypton factor question, but I loved your answer so much, I'm going to give you 100 bonus points. Hey! Mark Cridland, you get yourself 82,000 points. What? Ooh. No, oh no, sorry. 82.0 points. Ah. Sorry. I, I must have held down the zero in excitement of seeing Nigel lovely smile. Sexy bastard. Um, and Trevor Feelgood, you got yourself five points. But he was for wrong. an amazing shirt for a podcast that no one gets to see. Thank you. So the answer was, it's true then? Yes. Oh. And false. It's true and false, as I explained. Obviously. I think he turned off Pet. He hasn't got much of an attention span. You've seen yes. his ass. Oi! There's not very nice, Geraldine. There's not very nice thing to say about the most available comedian in South East Kent. No. <laughs> the, the DJ Critters. Yes. Now, are you ready for this? Of course. I'm ready for everything. What can you mention in an online dating profile that will get you 144% more responses? Um, Trev, take note of the answer. <laughs> I haven't used online dating in many years. So I, I don't know. I've, I'm, I've been happily married for many years. so I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to put... Um, I have a nice smile. I'll write that. The time I didn't eat a biscuit, he took his time again. Yep. Uh, uh, Nigel Lovell, the man in the bowl hat. Woo! Um, what word can you mention that gets you 144% more responses on an online dating profile? Is it just one word or is it a phrase? Because I reckon I'm a millionaire would probably get you quite a lot of responses. Mm. Uh, that, that is 842% more responses. Ah, uh, I'm going to go for sense of humour then. Sense of humour. The only people, the only comedians with lovely girlfriends are rich comedians. Apart from Paul, he's got a beautiful wife. Yes! I best say that because she sat in the front room not far from here. <laughs> and Trevor Feelgood, what word can you say that gets you 144% more responses? Would you like multiple choice? Yeah, yes, that's great. not fair. Is it sense of humour, a lovely smile, guacamole, or Peter Pan is a paedophile? Oh, I can't believe I've got this wrong. Uh, oh, so unfair he gets a multiple choice. Well, I went on a dating site recently and the woman is just holding a dog and the dog is in front of her face. And it's like, you're not going to get any... I'm not going to like you, love. So, I think the most logical answer must be, because it must not be a joke or anything, is that Peter Pan is a paedophile. Aha, Trev Feelgood, you've got Oh, no, did I fall into a trap? Oh, dear. If this you... was too white, there'd be buzzers galore. <laughs> now, i tell you what, I, I'll benefit better. He met me on Plenty of Fish. And when I asked him why did he go on Plenty of Fish... He said, because that's what his ex smelled like. I'm afraid the answer is guacamole. What? What? I thought that was a joke word as well. Uh, hang on. I'm going to change my tinder to guacamole. Guacamole? <laughs> what sort of bloody middle-class, kale-eating twunts look for people who put guacamole in their profile? You know what it is? It's effing ridiculous. Now, we're going to go on. We're going to go on. Now, he cricked me if I'm wrong. Bowler hat man in the hat. Nigel Lovell, you, you love sausages. I love sausages. somewhere that you... She likes sausage. Did I read somewhere... That you won an award for best sausage. I won an award for the best sausage. Yes, yes. Uh, it was it was quite quite an honour actually. Um, it was an award at the annual uh, best sausage competition at the the 
the town of Little Moulding. Do you know Little Moulding? Oh, you've got to go there. It's got the most fantastic sausage competition in the world. It's world famous, Little Moulding, for its, its sausage competition. And I won it. I tell you what, gents, I've, I've seen his sausage and it is world class. Well, thank you very much. You were well, impressed. I, I was amazed that, that you managed to get it all down your throat that quickly. Uh, uh. Well, I'm a giraffe after all, son. And even uh. I gagged on it. <laughs> right, talking of sausages and how long they are, how long is the world's longest sausage? That's to Nigel Level. How long uh. is the world's longest sausage? Well, now, this is an interesting an interesting answer here uh, because the world's longest sausage is, is, is actually 0. 0.00 inches long. I mean, it was 23.62 uh, miles long, but once they cooked it, they cooked it, they won the award, and then they cut it up and fed it to all the people in the, in the area, and, and so none of it exists anymore. So it doesn't exist. So 0. 0.00. Um, oh, that's a very logical answer. Uh, Joe Feelgood, what, uh, what is the world's longest sausage measurement in miles or inches? I want it imperial. Uh, four inches is big, isn't it? Um, no, um, it's massive, yes. I'm two foot I've ten. Told. I'm two foot two and I've got half a half up. It's been a while since I've done that. Um, uh, 20 foot. 20 foot. 20 long foot. Uh, DJ Critters. Whoa. Fire. From your lips, shoot from the hips. The world's longest sausage was how long? Well, you mentioned you wanted it in miles or, or inches, so I'm going to go with um, three miles. Now, once again, that's sexy, man. And I tell you what, don't leave your hat on. I want to see all of you, Nigel, next time. You sexy man. I he gets 25 bonus points because it is now zero because I did cut it up. And he gets 25 bonus points because he was the closest to the actual answer before it were devoured. Booyakasha! Miles. How, how Sorry, long? how long? 39 miles. 39. Oh. If you want to put that in other measurements, it's about 12 and a half Nigel Lovell sausages. Or another way of describing it is it's, let's have a little calculation, it's about seven and a half coronaries. Oh no, don't talk about that benefit there, I thought he was having a heart attack the other day. It just side effects from the taser when he was fighting the police again. Oh, by the way, I, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, uh, DJ Critters, I can't be on the podcast next week. Why not? I, I'm busy. Um, however, though, I've got uh, I've got an, uh, an able assistant to cover me next week. Oh, who's that? Clayton the crocodile. Oh. So I've, I've missed being an enforcer, so I'm going out to enforce next week. And Clayton's going to step in because I'm doing this enforcement round for him. But he swears more than you. Yeah, don't f***ing worry about that. You've got a beep up in your dopey Do you know how long it takes me to put the beeps in? Oh, if it takes a long time, I swear even more, you silly twat. Anyway, have we run out of questions? Is that the end of the quiz? Who's won? It's obvious, isn't it? Who? That beautiful, beautiful man. But we're starting last, last place is AMJ on minus 6,421 points. That's what he gets loser, for not being here. Loser, 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 Get in. In third place is DJ Critters with 82 points. <laughs> In second place, with only three quarters of a point in it, is Trevor Philgood in second place. Oh. And the amazing winner is Nigel Lovell, the man in the bowl hat. The man who was un unfairly not given the Pod Championships awards. Gold, gold, gold. Now, would you like to know a bonus? A bonus fact before I say goodbye and not come back next week. Ah, yes. oh, I would love one of your bonus facts, you sexy thing. Yes! Well, the ancient Greeks used to cure hangovers by wrapping their heads in cabbage leaves. Really? Yep. 
oh, now remember that because I'll probably use that in a later quiz. Do you know how the Romans used to cure a, a headache? How, how did they used to cure a headache? Strapping a fox's genitals to your head. Bloody hell. I prefer their glacier mints, to be honest. <laughs> it's effing ridiculous. Nigel Lovell, sorry to put you on the spot, but you're known for for being a bit of a a punsmith. Oh, well, I've done done my time, yes, go on. Would you like to give our listeners um, some of your favourite jokes? Some of my favourite jokes? Mm. Um, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Here's something perhaps I should have prepared earlier. If only Paul... He told you I was going to ask you this. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. If, if he'd have just mentioned that he'd like some puns. Um, now, here's, here's one for you. Uh, chefs write cookbooks. Readers digest. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Because of look, the, the magazine Readers Digest. And, 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 and the chefs have cookbooks. Yeah, that's really good. Shut up, Dave. Stop explaining the jokes. Oh, well, I thought that's what was my job. No, it's just to ask the questions, you dopey elephant. Sorry, Geraldine. Um, oh, oh, can, can you do a request? Can, can I give you a word and see if you've got a pun for it? I'll, I'll, I'll have a go. Well, it's three words. Bottle of water. It doesn't have to be a pun, it can be a joke. Bottle of water. Bottle of water. Well, that, <laughs> it's funny you mention a, a bottle of water because it reminds me, um, obviously, during, during lockdown, uh, I used to go cycling a lot. I took up cycling because there wasn't anything else to do, was there? Do you remember that first lockdown? And, and I used to always go out with a little bottle of water on my bike. And do you know what really got me into it was how supportive my neighbours were. Because I would go out every Thursday evening uh, on my bike with my bottle of water. And the, do you know what? When I came home, they would all be out clapping, cheering. Oh, some of them were rattling tin pans. It was amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And then one day, they just suddenly stopped. So I've given up cycling. F*** them. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Nigel. No, I'm sorry for putting you on the spot there. But the one, the one thing that I do normally ask the guests is, do you have any words of advice for our listener? Words of advice for your listeners. Yes. Stay away from anyone that describes themselves as the sexiest man in South East Kent. Definitely. Oh, and also, if you're, if you're in the South East Kent region, don't accept messages from anybody called guacamole. <laughs> I've just made the profile picture now. I can't wait to see that later when I'm on Tinder, Trev. I've swiped right. It's right the good way. I don't know. I've never been on Tinder. I mean, I've been on it loads. It's right the good way. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> or, or is it Grinder, Trev? Let's just put it this way, Trev. Whenever I think of you, I stroke up and down anyway. Right, one other thing we do need from you, Nigel, is a, uh, a little jingle that we try to get all of our guests to do. Uh, I mean, the original one, because you may have uh, heard the song um, that goes a bit like bit like that uh, we, I actually managed to get the woman who sings that to do us a little jingle which goes a bit like this Hi this is Janice Robinson and I'm a dreamer and yes I'm the original singer of Living Joy and I'm a dreamer and you're listening to Living the Dream Radio have a blessed day so Peace. she did a long one um, we also got people like um... hello I'm Amanda Bush and I'm a dreamer so, uh, yeah, if you could just do something like uh, like this. My name is Dave O'Flynn, and I am a dreamer. You up for doing that? Yeah, of course. Go on, then. The, the stage is yours. My name's Nigel Lovell, and I am a dreamer. Excellent. Love it. And he's got dreamy eyes, too. Ooh. No, sexy, then. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, you could also, yeah, you could, you could have sang it like this lady did. My name is Hannah, and I am a dreamer. But then she is a singer, so. Yeah, no, I couldn't have sung it like her. No. I definitely could not have sung it like her. Oh. And she performed yesterday for the DCR Roadshow in Morrison's. She did, yeah. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, 
So did I. I was in the suitcase 250 miles away. Um, so, Nigel, have you got anything else you'd like to promote while you've got the chance? Yeah, uh, there's my my family-friendly uh, show, The Extraordinary Time Travelling Adventures of Baron Munchausen, uh, will be back on the road in spring. So, uh, if you've got kids, uh, you want to come to a fabulous Improvising Adventures of Baron Munchausen, then look for it at lots of theatres in the spring. It's going to be all over the UK next year. And as Paul Thingy speaking, I'd highly recommend the show. Oh, thanks, Paul. That's really kind of you to say. Oh, did I mention it's award-winning? Oh, sorry, double award-winning. Double award-winning? You didn't. Make sure you say that, though. Oh, yeah, maybe maybe I should just let people know that it is a double award-winning. Uh, uh, improvised, but we don't like to talk about, you know, awards. You know, it's it's it, they obviously it's it's just something nice to have, but but we fucking deserved it. I'm oh, sorry, we very much deserved it. <laughs> and I'll tell you what was even more amazing is that we managed to get two double award winners on one of the top twenty UK comedy podcasts of 2021. Ooh, who are they then? Well, I think we managed to get all our bragging rights in now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We're never going to forget that, that we got into the top 20 UK comedy podcasts of 2021. Never going to forget that. That's superb. Then, Genuinely, you should be really, really happy with that. Yeah. We are. If only we've got monetary reward for it, it'd be even better. <laughs> if only. And, then you, and then you change the name so no one can find it. Well, if the, you type in that name, it takes you to the Living the Dream one. Yeah, Don't worry. Right. And, and at least, you, you know what podcast didn't get into uh, that top 20? That that thing they do on a Wednesday or a Thursday or whatever day they want to do it on. It's not even a podcast. It's just a <laughs> mental health group that's been put on Facebook. <laughs> no fairness, it's all that this podcast is. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's what it was set up for. Was at the beginning yeah. of lockdown last year, just to try and, you know, help and everyone. Then, and then <laughs> as it's dragging on, I thought I'd best start asking some of my comedy friends if they want to come and <laughs> you know <laughs> What you, no, mean is you ran out of things to say and just thought, Christ, what can I do? Ask some comedians, help! And and now that, you know, lockdown's easing, I've started to ask people with some talent. So that's why I asked Nigel. Oh, you're so kind. Do you know, I, I'm not used to this level of nice. This is very, very... I'm warming my cockles. Especially as the last time I did actually see Nigel, I headbutted him. <laughs> what? Really? Really? Um, he, he'd driven all the way down from London to come and perform at Stand and Deliver in Dover for free, no charge. Trev knows what that's like. and My, my light bulb's going off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as I gave uh, Nige a lovely hug goodbye, I went the same way as he put his head and I clashed heads with him. <laughs> to be fair... He, he says, as as he went to give me a hug. No, he he just headbutted me. That that was that's what it was. It was purely deliberate. I, I'll be honest. I'm going to be honest. I went in for a kiss, but when I'm dyspraxic, I got it completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, though, I think we'll say thank you very much, Nigel, for joining us. And uh... yeah, thank you, Nigel. You've been the best guest that we've ever had on a Monday night. You've been the best podcast quiz that I've ever done on a podcast or on a Monday night. So thank you. Thanks ever so much, Dave. And thanks, Geraldine. No worries. And I can't wait till you're back in Dover again. I, I don't mean to be rude, but I was hoping late night we'd get relegated so you and me could go behind the crabble end again. And I, I love taking you up the crabble end, Geraldine, as you know. Tell you what, there was more than Snickers that you were putting in me that night. I don't know what that means. Uh, and on that note, good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. Yeah, good night. Oh, I'll be oh. Trevor Feelgood. He's not here. Good night. I'm Trevor Feelgood. He's run away already. Do you want to say good night, Trev? Good night. Sorry, I need the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Musical Insights.